Hallelujah, you betcha. All right. Throughout it all, my eyes are on you, God. Throughout it all, it is well with my soul. We just got through singing about that, didn't we? Throughout it all, the good and the bad and the ugly. He <laughs> says, my eyes are on you. Through it all, the good and the bad and ugly. It is well with my soul. Because I know what my God has promised us. He's promised us to never forsake us. He's promised never to fail us. He has promised that he said, I'm going to take it all. The good and the bad and the ugly. He said, I'm going to take all of it. I'm going to kind of scramble it up. And, and at the end, the result of what I'm going to do with all of that all, it's going to be good. It's going to be good for you. And it's going to be good for his glory. Through it all, my eyes are on you. Through it all, it is well with my soul. Brian, lead us, please. Father, I struggles that we go through, the battles, Father, that we're experiencing here on earth, that we would turn our eyes, our hearts, yes. all over to you, Jesus, Yes. and that you will make a way when there seems to be no way, to help yes. take all the, the stuff of our journey, Lord, into a glorious message about Jesus, Father. So I'm thanking you, Lord, for your spirit here today to touch lives that, as only you can, Lord. And to speak boldly to Pastor Don today. Father, anoint our ears to hear. Yes. Oh, God, from heaven. Yes. Here today and around the whole USA, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Brian. Thank you, Brian. I don't have one just central verse or verses that we're going to look at today like we have been in the past. Uh, it's going to be maybe a potpourri of verses. Uh, looking at beginning a... Uh, a little series on stress. Less. <laughs> okay. I've uh, been wanting to do this for a while, and just uh, Jim would understand this. Just it wasn't right. Uh, it seems right now. So we're going to begin looking at this idea because it affects all of us. And we're going to look at for the next couple of weeks what does the Bible say about stress? Three and a half weeks. Guess what? Thanksgiving is going to be here. And I don't know about your house, but I know at our house as I was growing up and, and even now, uh, we have just way too much food to eat. And, and I know that, that uh, I have a tendency on that day to stuff myself really good, to eat more than I should, uh, to eat more than I know I ought to, but I do it anyway. And I, and I know that after I get done, I'll, 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 I'll push myself away from the table. And I will have this great, satisfying feeling in my body. Man, that was good. That was so satisfying. Man, I got what I wanted. And man, it's just, it is just delish. 
satisfied because it was so good. In Genesis 25, 8, it says this. It says, The prophet Abraham breathed his last, and he died in a ripe old age, an old man satisfied with life, and he was gathered to his people. Abraham was quite the prophet, wasn't he? He was a man of God. He is the father of the Jewish race and the Arab race. He was a godly man who had a connection with God, a special connection with God. But he was still just a man, no different than you and I. He was a part-time businessman. He was a part-time soldier. He was a part-time farmer. He was a part-time priest. But he was a full-time man of God. And it says that when his time was up and, and he pushed himself away from the table of life, it had some very nice things to say about him, didn't it? He was satisfied with life. He was satisfied by the way he lived his life. He was satisfied. I'm sure he was stuffed with the blessings that God gave to him over his lifetime. And when he passed from this old world, he was satisfied. Who would not want that to, for themselves? Who would not, as they look back on that life of those, all those years, and they go, yeah, that was all right. Who would not want to have a life filled with purpose? A life filled with peace. A life filled with running after the God of the universe and serving his, his son. Who would not want that? I don't know about you, but I sure do. I hope you do too. I hope one day you can say, my life is satisfied. There are things that keep us from that, did not it? There are things in this old world that we deal with on a daily basis that keeps us many times from having a satisfaction of our life. The Bible tells us if we want to have life itself, the kind of life that the Bible wants us to have, that life is only found in Jesus. Did you know that? Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. You want to have life in this life? <laughs> you got to go through Jesus to get it, okay? You know, sometimes, many times, I guess, sin keeps us from having a satisfying life. Sin will keep us from doing the things that God wants us to do. We think that sometimes sin is the way to go, that taking a shortcut in life will bring satisfaction and peace and happiness. And the Bible will tell us over and over again in His Word, don't work that way. It ain't going to happen that way. Sin is a separator, and when we come out of fellowship with God or out of relationship with God, the Bible tells us there is no hope, there is no joy, there is no happiness, consistent happiness, if you're living in sin. But today we're going to look at a third thing, I think, that keeps us from being satisfied, that keeps us from having a joy within our life. You know, the Bible tells us we can have an abundant life. Did you know that? 
Jesus in, in John 10, 10 said, I've come to give you an abundant life. I've come to give you life and it will be more abundantly. So we can have this life here on this side of heaven. We know we'll have it on that side of heaven. But Jesus has promised we can have an abundant life even as we speak. But there's another thing that keeps us from having that abundant life. And that is stress. That is the stress that we end up dealing with. And like I told you, the next couple of weeks we're going to look at this idea. There was a recent study done of the Institute of the American Institute of Stress, I think is what they, what they call themselves. And they said 77% of Americans regularly have physical ailments because of stress. 77% of us. Well, what does that look like? If you're sitting on a pew with five people, four of you have, have at one point in time in your life regularly had symptoms of stress that affect the way you live. If we have 60 people here today, 48 of you, <laughs> according to this survey, will deal with physical ailments because of stress. Isn't that amazing? It's everywhere. They also did another study that said that 48% of people uh, cannot sleep regularly at night because of stress. 48%, that's almost half, isn't it? If we got 60 people here, 40, 50, uh, 30 of you, what's my number here? I'm not good at math, I guess. Have trouble sleeping at night because of stress. Half the people that you see during your day, according to this study, would be under stress. Half of the cars that you pass on the interstate <laughs> didn't get enough sleep last night. They say stress is a major thing in our society. Would you agree with me? Yeah, I think you would. You know, there are times that we all will experience the drag of, of stress in our lives. I mean, it's, 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 we can't avoid it. And the Bible says you're not going to avoid it. We're going to have to learn how to do it, how to deal with it. And do we just, when, when that idea of that stress comes into our lives, what do we do? Well, we just, we just accept it, don't we? Or that's just the way it is. Or I can deal with that. I can deal with it. And I'm not sure that's what the Bible is going to tell us. Okay? So we're going to look at this idea today of stress. Do we accept it? Do we just go with it? Or as the Bible says something about it, what is the Bible's opinion upon stress that we all have to deal with? That's where I hope we'll be able to go today. You know, in His Word, God has told us in His Word, what? That He said, you know, I sent my Son down to this old earth for you to accept Him. And, 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 and as you have accepted Him and given your heart and life to Him, we're able to look at things differently. And if we are ever to have victory over stress, we, we, number one, we receive it because we, we have Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior. And the second thing that we can stand on 
besides Jesus, I guess if you want to phrase it that way, is he's given us many, many promises in his word, has he not? He's given us promises when when those issues come into our life, when those things that we don't know how to deal with come into our life. He has given us a whole book of promises to stand on. And Christians, he has called us to stand on those kind of things, okay? He wants us to stand. He said, I've got a plan for you. When life becomes difficult, when you get bad news, when you're stressed out all the time, he said, I've got an issue. I've got a remedy for you. And it's in my son Jesus, and it's in my promises that I've already given to you. You need to look them up. You need to study them. You need to remember them. You need to ponder them. And you need to be with them and use them and do them as the stresses of life come upon us. So what is stress? <laughs> what is stress? We all know what it is, don't we? Stress is that when life's demands seems greater than your ability to meet them. When I've got to be someplace in an hour, and all of a sudden during that hour, I've got three other things I've got to get done. I don't know about you, but that's stress, isn't it? I, I can't, I've got a demand on my life, and I can't, I can't deal with those three things. It's bigger than what I can handle. You see the thing up there, it says stressors. What are stressors? It is the cause of stress. Stressors are the cause of stress. What are stressors? What are those things that cause stress into our lives? You see, stress is a result of the stressors. Sometimes stressors are just little bitty things, okay? They are uh, catching a cold, maybe. No big deal. Uh, getting stuck in traffic. Yeah, not that big a deal. Getting a bill that you didn't expect. A stressor for me is I'm sitting there waiting to make a turn. And a car is coming and, and I keep waiting on them to, to, to signal what they're going to do. And they don't ever signal. And, and I'm waiting on there. I could have gone, but I'm going to be nice and not pull out in front of them. And, 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 and finally when they get up to where I'm at, they turn. You ever been there? To me, that's a stressor. Okay? How could they be that rude not to signal? Because they should have known that I'm wanting to turn. That brings stress into my life, and I have to learn to to deal with that. Sometimes stressors are just small things. Sometimes stressors are bigger things. Sometimes stressors are the loss of a job. I know some of us know about that, Doug, at times. Sometimes a big stressor is, is getting that phone call that says you got cancer. A big stressor is the death of a loved one. A big stressor is when a, when a son or a daughter goes south for the winter. And that brings stress into our lives. And how do we, how do we deal with that? Stressors can also be part of society. Oh, my goodness, are we seeing that today in our world? I mean, the last two years, one of the big stressors was what? COVID. I mean, it closed schools and closed churches. To bring it closer to home, we see stressors today of inflation. How do, we, how do we pay our bills and buy our gas and put food on the table? That's a stressor, isn't it? Yeah. We hear of wars and rumors of wars. We hear of politicians who are not completely honest with us. And we... And we, we we see this and we hear this and, and, and if we're not careful those kind of stressors kind of build up in our lives and as Christians we got to learn how to deal with those kinds of things because you see we're going to all be exposed to stressors 
And the stress comes because of the stressors. And how do we deal with those kinds of things? The Bible tells us, 2 Timothy 3, 1. He says that in the last days, perilous times will come. That's a stressor that we're dealing with today, is it not? Bible predicts that we're going to, these things will happen. 1 Peter 4, 12 says this, Do not be surprised at the fiery ordeal which is upon you, though some strange things were happening to you. Don't be surprised when, when your world brings stress to your life. The Bible says it's going to happen. And it's not a sin to have stressors in your life. It is just a fact of life. But the question is, how do we deal with those stressors that bring stress? How is, what is our response as Christians when, when those stressors kind of start building up and, and, and the shoulders begin to get tight and the jaws begin to squeeze a little bit and we're trying to figure out how, why am I not so happy here? And we have to understand how to deal with the stress that comes to us no matter big, small, or from society. I'm going to give you two things real quickly today of how to deal with, with stress. The first one is, is having a genuine concern. You see it there. And what does that say? That says depending upon God. When that, whatever that is, comes into your life, you have a choice to make. Do you depend on God? Do you believe God is big enough to handle your problem? Do you believe that God is, is in control enough that he will carry your burden for you? Christian, let me tell you something. He is. Christian, let me tell you, when, when life is squeezing you down, do you choose to take that issue, whatever that is, and take it to the Lord. Bible gives us two verses there. Psalm 55, 22, cast your burden upon the Lord and he will sustain you. Cast your burden upon the Lord and he will sustain you. He will take care of you. He will not forsake you. He will be with you during it. But we've got to cast it on the Lord. We've got to give it to the Lord. 1 Peter 5, 6, and 7. Therefore, humble yourselves under the mighty hand of God, that he may exalt you at the proper time. Verse 7. Casting all your anxiety on him, because he cares for you. Those are two promises that he's given to us as Christians. When life squeezes us. Cast your cares upon the Lord. He will sustain you. Cast your burden upon the Lord. And he'll be with you. What does that look like? When that happens. It is. God I'm in this situation right now. And I am not able to deal with this. I do not have the power or the willpower. To do anything about what I'm going through right now. I cannot change it in my own strength. But God, I believe you can. God, I know that you can. Because I read your word and you promise me that you can. 
and nothing is too big for you, God. And God, I just give that to you right now. And I am depending upon you completely and totally to sustain me during this issue of of life, whatever it might be. That's giving it to the Lord, isn't it? That's giving it to the Lord. Now, he might want us to go somewhere. He might give us a direction to go. You know, sometimes God will give us a shovel, but he won't dig the hole for us. Okay? We depend on him, and he gives us what we need, but sometimes we gotta, we got to step out of the pew and go do something and allow him to direct us to go do something. You see, that's giving it to the Lord. Yeah, he can he could just go wham bam thank you ma'am and it's good. But sometimes he says you got to step out in faith. You got to step out in faith. You see that's what he's called us to do is to step out like that. To have a genuine faith that says God, you are sovereign, you are in control and I can't do this without you. That's the best response. Christian, that's the only response. But how many times, how many times, I'm not pointing any fingers. Because when I point one, I got three pointing back at me. How many times do we go the other direction? And that is a fearful concern, not a genuine concern. That is depending on me, depending upon self. When the stressors come, I can do this. I will just do it. I, I'm smart enough. I've got enough buddies of mine. I'm going to toughen up. I'm going to pull my old bootstraps up. And I'm just going to do it myself. I'm not going to tell anybody what I'm doing. I don't care if anybody knows what I'm going through. Because I'm just going to do it myself. And the, and the times that we do that. And the times that we've tried to do that. And... and, and how does that work for you? <laughs> I mean, that, for me, that's a complete failure. When I leave God out of the picture, when I leave God out of the, my solution, when I think I'm big enough to have the, the solution I can come up with, and what I've found, and I'm sure you have found it too, that it just doesn't work very well that way when we do it ourselves. You see, when we do it ourselves, when we do it ourselves, we are doing it to endure life. Yeah, I'm going to do it myself. I'm enduring it. I'm tough. I'm going to grit my teeth, but I'm just enduring life. You see, nowhere in the Bible does it tell us to endure life. Nowhere. The Bible says you can have an abundant life. The Bible says you can have a life filled with joy and peace and patience and kindness and goodness and gentleness and faithfulness. You can have a life all built around that. And when your life is done, the Bible will tell us, and you push yourself away from the table of life, just like Abraham, you can be satisfied with the way you lived because you depended on God for everything you needed during your stressful times of your life and I just want to encourage you guys today that is the only way to deal with stress is to give it to God seek God's face let him give you some direction and I promise you he'll take whatever that stress is 
and he'll make something good out of it for your good and for his glory. Why do we remove stress from our lives? Why do we just even need to do that? I mean, because it's going to be there. Well, I've got, I got five reasons, real quickly, I promise. The first thing, the reason why we've got to get rid of stress in our life, and you see it there, God said so. God said so. And that's good enough for me. I'm not going to argue the point with him. That's good enough for me. God said so. And we've got those verses there. If we look at those verses, I think he's got them up there. 625. It says, do not be worried about your life. That, 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 I don't think that's a suggestion. Do not worry, be worried about your life as to what you will eat or what you will drink, nor for your body as to what you will put on. Do not. Do not, he says, worry about that. Jesus says that. In Philippians 4, Paul says, do not be anxious for anything. That word, those words worry and anxious, what that means is you are carrying that around with you all the time. It's always in your mind. You're always thinking about it. You're always worrying about what's, what's going to happen, what could happen, what probably will never happen, but we worry about it anyway. And we carry that around with us. And Jesus said it and Paul says it. It is not a suggestion. It is a command. Do not do that. And when we do do that, we are displeasing to the Lord because we're not doing what he's told us to do. See, we've got to give it to him and let him deal with it and not us. See, when we are dealing with stress in our lives and we're allowing that to stay and we just, we're going to keep worrying about all kinds of different things and not giving it to the Lord. I said it was displeasing to the God. And anything that's displeasing to God is there's a small word that it means, and that's sin. You see, when, 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 when we harbor harbor stress in our lives we don't give it to him and he said that we need to get rid of that and we don't that breaks our fellowship with him because that's what sin does not a relationship he breaks our fellowship God said God says so do not worry do not be anxious do not carry that stuff around give it to me let me deal with it take it cast it to my feet Put it at the foot of the cross, if you would. Take it to the throne room of grace. They all mean the same thing. But we give it to God. God said so. Get rid of it. Don't harbor it in your life. Second thing, real quick, stress is harmful. Did you know that? 43% of the people suffer adverse effects from stress, About the, the survey said. 75 to 90% of every doctor's visit is related to stress. Stress is linked to, to the five leading causes of, of death. Man, that's kind of serious, isn't it? Heart disease, cancer, lung disease, cirrhosis of the liver, suicide, all linked to stress. You see, God said get rid of it. There's nothing, nothing positive about it. Stress, stress makes people angry, makes people in, irritable. Makes people sad, makes people depressed. 
Stress causes drug and alcohol abuse, causes overeating, causes undereating, causes social withdrawal, all because of stress. There's nothing good in it. That's why he said, get rid of it. It steals our joy, and it keeps us from having the abundant life. Stress is harmful. The third thing I want to show you real quick. Stress is inconsistent with God's character. Well, I never thought of it that way. Would you say that God is love? Yeah, I would. Because the Bible tells us God is love, okay? Is God all-knowing? Yeah, he knows everything. He knows it all. Is God all-powerful? Yeah, those are three characteristics of God. He is love, he all-knows, he's all-powerful. If God is love, does he not want the best for us? Oh, yeah. If God is all-knowing, does he not know what's best for us? Yes. If God is all-powerful, is he able to do whatever he says he will do? Yes. You see, you see, stress is inconsistent with God's character. Because God tells us he is love, he's all-knowing, he's all-powerful. And if that is the case, then he wants nothing but the best for us. And he says, get rid of it. The more we know about the character of God, okay, the more we'll be willing to get rid of the things that come into our life that are not pleasing to him. When we understand that God is love and all-knowing and all-powerful, when we understand that, we are more willing to able to just remove those issues from our lives. And the less we know about God, the less we understand about who he is, the more we will harbor those negative influences that come into our lives. We got to know the character of God so that we can we can be a part of that and understand who he is. A fourth thing real quick, stress misrepresents God's character to others. Christian friend, did you know and I sure hope this is true that other people in your life know that you're a Christian. <laughs> I hope they do, okay? I hope they do. They need to. And when we allow as Christians to allow stress that comes into our life, that stays in our life, that we don't ever deal with it in a godly way, they know it. Folks outside know that. And in their minds they go, is God really in control Does God really care for you, Christian? Is God able to deal with that and and fix it if you would? And when we walk around just like the rest of the world who have no hope because they have no Jesus, when we walk around like them and our lower lip is dragging the floor or we're so low we could play handball on the curb, When we're that low, guess what? The world knows it. And they question whether or not your God and my God even really cares that you're dealing with stress. You see, we misrepresent God to the rest of the world because we act just like them when hard times come. When we're supposed to just give it back to Him and let Him deal with it. And that's not an easy thing to do. I mean, I mean, I mean, okay, Don, I'm going to do that. 
I'm going to depend on God, and I'm just going to let him take it. And then 30 minutes later, you start feeling it again. <laughs> you start feeling the stress. What do you do? You give it back to God again? Because I can tell you, you have an enemy out there that wants to steal, kill, and destroy you, either physically or spiritually. And if he can keep throwing up into your mind how awful your situation is, he's going to keep doing it. And he's going to keep doing it. He's going to keep doing it. And when he keeps doing it, what are you supposed to do? You keep going to the Lord with it. I know when I had to, when I had to forgive that one guy, didn't want to. But every time I saw him, every time, in my mind, I forgive you. I forgive you. I forgive you. I forgive you. Every time, I had to. Or else that kept welling up inside. You see, it can be one and done, yeah. But probably not. <laughs> okay, because of the enemy you got after you. And every time, don't get discouraged when that comes up. Just know that, just know that the devil's working on you. And he don't want to give you no peace. He don't want to give you no joy. He don't want to give you no happiness. He's going to keep plugging at you and telling you how, how, how bad things are, how stressful they are. And all you got to just do is tell him, I've already given it to my father. He's in control and you're not and get out of my life. I ain't got time to mess with you. We serve a big and a mighty God who says, I have given you promises in my word. I've given you my son. There you go. Do it, Christian. And the last reason that we got to get rid of stress, it changes nothing. It changes absolutely nothing. A couple of verses. <laughs> or what? Yeah. Luke 12, 25, 20. I mean, there's not much you can say about this one. Stress changes nothing. Jesus said, And which of you, by worrying, can add a single hour to his lifespan? What does it add to your life? Nah. If then you cannot do even a very little thing, why do you worry about other matters? Adds nothing to your life. Life demands seem greater than my ability to meet them. That's stress. As we go about our business this week, I, I, I hope you can remember part of this. Because when the stress comes, who are you going to give it to? Give it to God. And you do that consistently and constantly. And I hope over the next few weeks, I hope over the next few weeks, as we look at this topic of stress, that we'll begin to understand how incredible the peace of Jesus is. How indescribable the peace of Jesus is. How unshakable the peace of Jesus is. Because Jesus said, did he not? I give you life. He said, peace, I live with you. My peace I give to you. Not as the world gives, do I give to you. It's completely different. When we are feeling the stresses of life... We must stand on his promise that he says, I give you my peace. 
A peace that is so different than what the world can give you. That it will change your life. If he just will. I hope for all of us as we, as we get a little closer to that time when we'll be pushing ourselves away from that table. That they'll be able to write about you and I. He was satisfied. She was satisfied with life. Because life did not bog them down. Life did not keep them from being the person that God wanted them to be. That life didn't just keep their thumb on them and hold them down. That they weren't just worried so much about stress in their life and worries in their life. But that they overcame those and had victory over that. Had victory over the hard times. Had victory over the stresses. Because without victory over the stress, you won't have abundant life. You won't be satisfied with life in the later days. I hope we all can learn how to deal with stress. Get rid of it. Don't need it. Don't want it. Give it to God. Let Him deal with it. Seek His face constantly when the stresses of life come. So that you can enjoy life. So that you're not just enduring life, but you're having an abundant life that has been promised to you and I by Jesus Christ himself. Yeah, yeah. I hope that, uh, I hope you'll be able to take something today and use it. I mean, it is a fact that stress is a big deal. I understand that. And probably for the, because of this message, you might have it even more this week. I'll probably have more this week. And I've got to make the decision. How am I going to deal with it? How do I deal with that, that disease I got in my body? How do I deal with that? How do I deal with financial stress? How do I deal with family stress? I take it to one place and I take it to Him. Can't do it myself, God. Can't do it myself. But I know you can. And let Him do. Let Him work in your life. Let Him do something that that will be for your good and for his glory. If we bow our heads and close our eyes, just ask you to do business with God today. If you're a person that harbors stress, the Bible tells us God said get rid of it. Do business with God. That's all I'm going to tell you. Do business with God. The altar is 